emergency. This is an emergency pod. We had to do an emergency trade video because we had the first real bang of the season, the first real big trade. First of all, my boy, how you doing? Man, I'm doing great. Anything that helps Russ win a ring, I'm happy. <laughs> facts, facts. I'm not going to lie. This is definitely helping the Lakers, but it's not enough. Yep. Um, got a lot more has got to be done, but let's go ahead and get into it. Let's uh, talk about this big bang of a trade that we've seen just happen. Uh, today is Monday, January 23rd. Just popped off over here. It's a uh, two 30 on the West coast. Um, but anyway, the Lakers finalized the trade with the Washington wizards. Uh, the Lakers sent away Kendrick Nunn and three second round picks, uh, 2023, 2028 and 2029, uh, for Ruchi Hakamura. Uh, my boy, the floor is yours. Talk to me. What are some initial thoughts? First thing you thought when this happened? Well, I got excited because we all know the Lakers heading into the year. We looked at their final roster and they added a Dennis shooter. They had Kendrick Nunn coming back from injury and they traded for Patrick Beverly. But not only that, they already had Russell Westbrook on the team. So now you're running with a bunch of guards, no wings, no depth. Our wings are running with right now is they expected Pat Bev to be that 3 and D dude, but all he does is out there is just run and do a bunch of cardio. We have Troy Brown and JTA. Now, Troy Brown is solid, but he's not going to be one of those lockdown defenders that we need. He's not going to be slowing down anybody, to be honest with you. He's just a bigger body. And um, JTA has been dealing with injuries throughout the year, but we already know who JTA is, if JTA is if he wants to go to State Warriors. He's not... There's nothing he's really good at, to be honest with you. You know, just being a great teammate, that's probably what stands out for him. So that's the wings that we was running with. And then we have of LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. And the roster, if you just take out Anthony Davis, because typically we all know he's going to miss games before we all, before he's injured, just take him out for a little bit because we all know he's going to miss time, right? You have a roster, John, of a Patrick Beverly, Gabriel, which Gabriel made his name known last year, but he's still, man, right? JTA, Troy Brown, Max Christie, I believe that's his name, who you recently just drafted, Kendrick Nunn, Damian Jones. Now, out of all those players on your team, John, name one, name one that's above average. Please, above average. It's hard to. So, so, so what, 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 what do you point? What, what point are you trying to get at? What, tell me what you're trying what, to get what at. What I'm pointing at, what I'm pointing at, that the Lakers roster was constructed terribly and genie and rob are finally doing their job and not just kicking their foot foot up in the office like yo we're the lakers we already won a bunch of championships who cares let's waste away lebron james prime they finally made a move currently they're 22 and 25 and what i want to give this team credit for right we're going to get to Rui, but this team has been playing without lonnie walker and austin reeves john and like we understand the big loss of anthony davis but those are your two best players after lebron ad and russ right Lonnie and Reeves, and they've been playing exceptional basketball. I mean, they just beat the Memphis Grizzlies, which they were one of the hottest teams in the NBA. Currently, I believe, 11 or 12-game win streak. You just beat Portland, which you came down from a 25-point lead. Since the new year, they're 7-4. and four. They beat Miami, Sacramento. Miami and Sacramento are playoff teams. Portland is going to be a playoff team if they hopefully they can turn around. And then you beat Memphis, and then you beat Charlotte and Houston. But even those games, besides Charlotte, like Houston can still give you problems, and they still gave us problems because they can just score. They're young. They're athletic. You feel what I'm saying? So the new year, they've been playing pretty good. Um, I got to give some credit to Darvin Ham to how he operated his rotations because, John, we all, just, we, we all know when you lose Reeves and Lonnie, there's not much players left. 
Hey, 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 relax. We still got Dennis Shooter. Dennis Shooter has stepped up big in the in the absence of, yeah, of Lonnie he, Walker. He has, but he's going back to Shooter Dennis. Let's be honest, because he has, John. He, I, 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 look, man, I, I'll tell you this. I, I know we both, I know we both are, uh, you know, I'm an avid Lakers fan. You're an avid Russ fan. So we, we clearly watching the games. But I'm saying, man, look, I agree with you the roster is poorly constructed i especially for you know lebron's last couple of years this is you know if not the greatest player of all time the top two top three greatest player of all time and genie and rob and the lakers organization should definitely take you know not take that lightly and say you know we're gonna if we have a player like lebron on our team we got to go for the ship and they did not put a roster around him that goes for the ship i think even bringing in you know, no disrespect to your guy russell westbrook just it never worked from the rip it never was going to work. A player like Russ Westbrook and LeBron just don't really coincide to, together. But I'll say this, man. Anthony Davis has his struggles. But when Anthony Davis comes back on the court, I mean, we're looking at a, a Dennis Schroeder who maybe you're, you're if you're not feeling, uh, I don't want to, I really don't understand why you're really not feeling him like that. Because besides LeBron James, he is our, he's our second best scorer. He's the only other player that can really be in a threat and put the, just attack, get to the hoop and score on his own. He doesn't have to wait for these LeBron amazing passes. He doesn't have to wait for LeBron to hit him uh, when after LeBron gets in or LeBron gets doubled. Dennis Schroeder can score on his own, so he allows LeBron to have a break. We have Patrick Beverly, who, okay, he's a defender. He's, he's a defender. He's not the greatest defender, but he's out there running his mouth. Definitely um, slowed up Dame last night. Yeah, got to give him some praise for that. Got to give him some props for that. Lonnie Walker, when he comes back, we know what Lonnie Walker does. We know that... He's a, he's a Dennis Schroeder, but better. Can put the ball on the, on the ground, can score, can shoot. He can also play off ball with LeBron. We have LeBron. We know what LeBron's doing. When Dan, Anthony Davis comes back, and then now you add a Ruchi Hakamura, who's, a, who's a, a three-way player who can shoot. He's especially, if you've been watching a lot of the Wizards, I know you know that he's a knockdown corner shooter. The knockdown corner shooter, you know LeBron likes to hit his, hit his shooters in the corner. He's a defender. And then you have, and then you still have Russell Westbrook coming off the bench. You still have Wenyan Gabriel coming off the bench. Austin Reeves. I'm not saying this team's a playoff team, man. But all I'm saying is that this was definitely the move, a, a step in the right direction. And I think that with a roster like this, I would not be surprised if the Lakers finish as a, as a top six seed. But they're not done. They're not done. They have more to do, and they need to add more shooters around them. So let me just go back to the take of Dennis Shooter real quick. The reason why I like Dennis Schroeder, let's not get this. I, I don't want to make it seem like I don't like Dennis Schroeder because he he's been playing good. Like there was a stretch since January, early January 4th to like the 9th. He played good basketball, 32 points, 21, 27, and 14. But then then this is the shooter that irks my soul, John. Since the 12th to the 18th, he played awful. Seven points, eight points, nine points, five points. This is a huge stretch right here. We won some of these games, but the, the inconsistency is gonna is what bothers me, John. Three for 13, three for nine, three for nine, two for six. That's not gonna win us any games. We need the Dennis shooter that came out, got us the game when it's still against Memphis. And even that game, he he shot terrible. He's four for eleven, but at least he got the he won us the game at the end, right? So if we can get the Dennis shooter that give us at least 17. I'm not asking Dennis shooter to put 30, because that's not realistic. When AD comes back, his shot attempts are gonna go down, you know everything's going to go down when AD comes back. He's just going to get majority of the chunks. But if we can just get asked for shooter gives us 19, eight and eight, what he did against the Memphis Grizzlies, I'm all for it. But all I right, think that, he can do that. That's the thing. I think, I really think he can do it. Cause I agree with you. That four game stretch is bad. But if you go right before that four game stretch, he had a five game stretch where 
He had 14, 27, 21, 32, 15. I think if he can, I agree with you, if he can give us anywhere from 15 to 20 points a game, he's doing more than he's supposed to. And then again, don't forget about when Lonnie Walker comes back. Don't forget about when the rest of this Lakers squad comes back and so, Anthony Davis goes back to the MVP level. Yeah, I, I so, but going to the trade, because I feel like we haven't really talked about too, too <laughs> much about Rui, but Rui shooting about 33.7% from the three-point line. He's about 6'8", weighs 230, shoots about 76% from the free throw line. And what I want to throw out here is not only that he's a wing and he's big, 6'8", and stuff like that, John, he's 24 years old. And I think there was a report that came out that they may extend him because he's on an expiring deal. I believe he's on a, he's an RFA, restricted free agent. So the Lakers, if they can afford him, and I think they will be able to afford him because Russ's contract is going to be done and over with during that next offseason. So just think about that. They're thinking about now and the future because the Lakers' future isn't there. Like, let's be honest with you. They have the two first-round picks, and then they have Max Christie, which we don't know what he's going to turn into, and Rui. And then hopefully you maintain Austin Reeves. I don't think you maintain Lonnie Walker in the sense of long-term future-wise, but there's not much future. So you get a nice young player over there. But I just want to talk about Rui real quick because Rui just had a huge game, John. A huge – bro, you know what's crazy about this, John? It's like I feel like the, the Wizards may – trade him for like i don't i think they could have got more for sure could have got honestly i look when i first when i first seen this trade i was juiced as a lakers fan but and then when i thought about it from the perspective of just you know basketball mind i'm saying yeah. wait why would the wizards let go of kendrick i mean why would the wizards let go of ruchi hakamura for kendrick nunn who basically kind of came up on came up on his way from the heat and now hasn't ever been the same since the heat hasn't even looked the same yeah. a bunch of second round picks which is basically like rolling the dice for a player like Ruchi Hakamura, which, mind you, was the ninth pick. They took they took as the ninth pick. Yes. He's a top 10 protected pick. And now they're trading him away after giving up on him. Because if you look at that Wizards roster, he also didn't really get much of a chance. He had Kyle Kuzma in front of him. He sometimes had to deal with Chris Thomas in front of him. Daniel Gafford was in front of him. Sometimes Danny Avida was in front of him. So, look, man, I think the Lakers hit, hit gold on this. I'm not going to lie. No, nah, I definitely do. But so he literally put up 30 points, 13 for 22, three for five against Magic. Like, that's the best way to go out, I guess, you know? Absolutely. Um, but what I do want to say is that I, the reason why they did let go of Rui, and this is just me assuming, they're trying to keep Kyle Kuzma long-term, and they're trying to keep KP long-term. With Rui being um, a restricted free agent, I'm pretty sure he's going to ask for some type of money. Why wouldn't he? He's a solid player, a solid role player in this league. You get paid. So when you're trying to maintain Kyle Kuzma, which we all know he's going to be asking for something, KP, you're not going to be able to afford Rui. What I do want to say, though, I think they could have got more because I think their asking price was a first-round pick. And so maybe around the league, no one was offering that. But, bro, you still had plenty of – like, the trade deadline is not for the seventh, John. We're at 23rd, so you still had time to, like – maneuver and try to find a team that will give you a first. You get what I'm trying to say? And typically, I do want to say the Wizards don't know how to draft. I do want to say that. They don't know how to draft. Their, their draft picks, besides really, Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis, and not only that, but Denny Abdia, John. John. Denny Abdia has done nothing. Literally nothing. I was excited to see him play when Russ was over there in Washington. He, he's just trash. But also, I do want to say this, though, right? The Wizards are in the middle of nowhere. So it's either they go and re, they're going into a small rebuild, or they're going, I don't, they, they're not going all four if you're training for Kendrick Nunn. That's what I'm saying. That I, I really don't know. That was going to be my follow-up question to you is, where are the Wizards going? Because right now it looks like they're heading to purgatory. They're, yeah. they're heading to where Portland was when it was Dame and CJ, where you're too good, 
where you're going to keep making or the bottom of the playoffs, but you're going to keep getting knocked out or playing situation, but you're not bad enough to get a Victor Ramayemba. You're not bad enough to get a first, a first round pick because I really don't see, unless they're going to start to trade away Daniel Gaffer, trade away Coos and really go that direction. I really don't see what the deal is. And more than anything, I just feel bad for uh, Bradley Beal again, man, because he's, I mean, he's getting paid, but he's wasting his career away, man. They're not doing nothing. Yeah, they're they're literally 20 and 26. And they're currently on a two-game win streak, believe it or not. But they're 12th. And John, if you really want to talk about it, bro, they're like one, two games away from being in the plan. I'm I'm confused why they like I the only thing is that they can't afford him. That's it. I, I think they just can't afford him in general, but you got to get way more. Now let's talk about Kendrick Nunn because he hasn't I'm, we're gonna bash Kendrick Nunn real quick, okay? Listen. Please do. Kendrick Nunn in 2019-2020, I believe he was a um undrafted player. I believe he was. he was. Yes, he was an undrafted player, right? He showed out for Miami. And I maybe I think it's Miami because the culture over there is like, if you can't fit in the culture, bro, it's either you're in or you're out. And so you really got to put a lot of work in. I heard a story from another player, and I'm, I'm having a brain freeze now. I forgot the player's name, but pretty much he was on the team, and he said, I was, I was at home and I was looking at Orioles, but I couldn't have it because I know I couldn't run up the court. Cause it, like how I, cause Miami is fast paced. You not fast paced, like on their focus on defense. You get what I'm trying to say? So yeah. they're a defensive team. So none average 15 to 15 points. You want to round it out. 2020 average about 14.6 round out to 15, but the year before that 15.3, John, right? So close to 35, 38% for the three point line. He gets injured. Mind you, he signed a two-year, $10 million deal, mid-level exception with the Los Angeles Lakers. And I was one of those fans being gullible, I like being biased. I'm like, yo, if we had Kendrick Nunn, I ain't gonna lie, we would have been something, you feel me? I was one of those teams, I'm like, yo, if we had Trevor Reza come earlier in the year, yo, we would have done something. And every single time these players continue to come back, we still sucked. You get what I'm trying to say? So I was super excited for Kendrick Nunn because what we seen from him in Miami. You get what I'm trying to say? Absolutely. So, I get injuries slow you down, but Kendrick Nunn looks like he does not play basketball no more. He, and I do he want got to, derailed. Yes. He lost all confidence. But I do want to say, John, he, he, he put up some okay games lately. You know, 23 against the Hawks in January 6th, 15, 15 against the Nuggets, and 12 against the Mavericks. But he's, just, he's averaging six points a game, 6.7. So, and I just want to say this, John. The Lakers are already bad. So the fact that you're only averaging 13 minutes a game just shows how bad you are. Absolutely. He was getting a lot of DMPs too. I mean, yes. I mean, to, let, let's be real. When AD was, when AD went out, it stretched all, all Laker players had to start stepping up. Look, man, I've been stated on the record saying Maxi, Max Christie is not ready to be an NBA player right now. The kid is 19 years old. He's just not ready to be out there, but he's getting big time minutes and having to, be forced to make big time plays because AD's not there, right? So that's the same thing with Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn was getting DMPs while AD was balling out, and now AD's out. So then you know play, players had to just do more. So now Kendrick Nunn is uh, playing a lot more. But I'm I'm right there with you, man. With uh, he not only got derailed by injuries, but he killed his confidence. He doesn't look like he doesn't look like the same player out there. Like doesn't even look like he re- remembers how to play basketball. Yeah. Honestly, with you, uh, which is crazy to me because you know I. I I think that, you know, he took that year off with his knee injury. And I think that, no, that's definitely hard on you. And that could, that could make you rethink all your moves and everything that you do. But at the end of the day, man, you took a year off and you had the best 
kind of staff. You had the best facilities just to get you back to your game. And you tell me you can't get back to half of what you were. You tell me you can't even be a knockdown shooter like you were because in Miami, he was at, he was, he was consistently knocking down shots. He was shooting 38% from the three point line. Now to the Lakers, he's shooting 32% from the three point line, taking a lot less threes per game. He has them there. He just doesn't take him. It's the confidence. It's he got derailed, man. And, and the Wizards and got stole, got lost this trade. Yeah, and maybe maybe he revives his career in Washington because you know when you're in the Lakers, we all know there's this thing of like expectation, ex- high expectation. So like there's always a lot of pressure, and I deal with a, a lot of anxiety and always nervous. So imagine them in front of a bunch of fans that Absolutely. already disres- already try to disrespect. Just this is a higher player name than Russell Westbrook. So what what did you think they're not gonna do it at Kendrick Nunn? They don't care who you are. They give they bro before Russ got here, who was they on, John? Anthony Davis. They wanted him up and out of here. They're like, yo, it don't matter. Anthony Davis is a top five player, top two center in the league when he's healthy. They don't care. You play okay. bad, you gone. You feel me? That's his <laughs> Lakers fans are ruthless, bro. So Kendrick Nunn and there was a lot of high expectations for Kendrick Nunn coming to the Lakers because we signed him to our mid-level exception. We all know the mid-level exceptions. Those are the players that are a little bit better than the, the vet minimum because Lakers can't afford a lot of players because of their salary. So he's excited with that, and the knee injury messed him up. But either way, though, I'm excited that Rui's over here. A potential lineup that we could see, John. I think it is. That's, talk to me. What are you thinking for a lineup? What are you thinking? So I think you go Dennis Schroeder at the one. At the two, because we're thinking healthy, right? At the two... I think you go Lonnie. I think you go Lonnie. It's, it, it, it messes with me because I think Reeves should be starting, but I just – Darvin doesn't start him. Okay, so you go you go Shooter Lonnie. You go Shooter and Lonnie. Now you go – do you put Rui at the three or Rui at the four? I'm running, I'm running Rui at the four. To be honest with you, I think the Lakers are always at their best when Anthony Davis is at that five, so we absolutely need to keep him there. I agree with you. Then I think having a player like Dennis Shooter and Lonnie Walker on the court at the same time with LeBron is not only going to give LeBron shooters to have for him to be able to kick out to, but also let's remember that LeBron is almost 40 years old. Sometimes he needs to take a break while on the court, but not, but not having to go to the bench. Right. And with with Dennis Schroeder and Lonnie Walker, who can go get a bucket themselves, put it on the ground, shoot, step back, get, get to the rim. However, that will give LeBron that break. So I'm, I'm right there with you with Dennis, Lonnie, Bron, Rui, Rui, and AD. And not only that, it proves the bench because now Mm -hmm. you have Russ and Thomas Bryant, which Thomas Bryant has been looking like a top five center in the league lately, dude. dude, dude, (laughs) Only because of Russ. Yes. So now you have the Russ and TB connection, but not only Russ and TB connection, Russ gets um, Austin Reeves back. Mm -hmm. So now you have a, a valid whole three players coming off your bench. And we all know they typically throw some starters in there. Sometimes you throw a LeBron in there or AD in there with Russ, and, you know, they mix it up and like that. But now this team looks just more competitive. This team looks better just because you're bigger, you're stronger. There's not much guards on this team, and I'm excited to see what Rui can bring. Hopefully the pressure doesn't put too much on Rui because we all know how that can be. Yeah. I mean, if the, as long as he doesn't fold under pressure, what I'm with this roster we just listed – was from a, from as far as starting lineup and as far as the, you know the second unit and third unit because I mean we didn't even we we kind of forgetting about you know Troy Brown Jr. He got in a way is kind of getting pushed out of the lineup right now he's been consistently starting but now with this he's gonna get pushed out into either that second unit third unit 
And I think that honestly, with a roster like this, the Lakers can absolutely be competitive, not saying for a title, but they are, they went, took a step in the right direction. And uh, I think they could finish as a top six seed, to be honest with you. And, and, and to end it off, right. And not only, I forgot about Gabriel, we got to give credit to Gabriel because Gabriel there is, is hustling every single time. I see Gabriel miss 15 layups, but he will miss those 15 layups, but he's still under that rim and he's still going to fight to get that point. doesn't matter. I love seeing that from him. But also, I do want to say, let's just grade it before we end the video, right? So you can go and then I'll go. All right. I will give an overall grade to the Los Angeles Lakers. To be honest with you, I got to give, I got to give a, uh, I give, I give an a, a minus. I give an A minus because it, it can't be an A plus because, you know, I think that three, those three second round picks were a lot because, you know, if you want to go in for, let's say, a Zach Levine or somebody else who can actually take you to that championship level, I think you should have had all the assets possible to be able to give that up in three first round, three second round picks for Ruchi Akamura is kind of a lot, but at the end of the day, you do what it takes to make your team better and more competitive when you have a four-year-old LeBron. So I'm going A minus. Yeah, and I'll tell you this, those three second round picks are nowhere is are gonna be nowhere near better than Rui. Let's get that straight. I don't care who they are, I really don't care. All right. Um, but personally, my voting, I my grading, I seen someone give the Lakers a C, and I think it was on ESPN, and I was very interested to see why they gave him a C. I didn't look too too deep into it, because when I seen the C, I said, yeah, not nah, listen, watching this. But, yeah, I, I got to give the Lakers at least a B plus. The thing, that, the, big, the thing that's holding me back from the A is that, like you said, that's a lot of seconds, John. Even though, even though like, it's really just you're rolling a dice to see who, who you're going to get out the second round, because there, there are some players that, you know, you can get out the second round. Um, we've seen it happen. It's history. But um, maybe two. And then Kendrick Nunn. Um, but let's just – they didn't trade a first-round pick. So, congratulations. They didn't need to trade no first-round picks. Because, yo, what if they what if they traded a first-round pick for Rui? Now we're looking at it like um, – Yeah, I'm pissed. Now, yeah, now, this, yeah. now this is a bad trade. If they, yeah. if they traded a first-round pick for Rui Giacomora, then I'm really mad because not only does that – that that caps out. Like, where are you going to go after yeah. this? Right? You already don't have very a lot of trade capital. And if you trade a first-round pick for Rui Giacomora – yeah, that's that. Would, I would have been pissed. That would have been like a that. Then I would have gave it a C. Yeah, and then for the Wizards' sake, I give them, man, I give them like D, D minus because it's like you're getting Kendrick Nunn who's on an expiring deal. Okay, cool. And then you get a bunch of second round picks. First of all, in the first place, you don't even know how to draft overall. You don't even know how to draft having a top ten pick. Okay, let's get that straight. You could the Wizards could have a top four pick and still mess up. I bro, Wizards just do not know how to draft. So now you're taking a scamble. A, Mind you, yes, they have more opportunities to take a risk because now you have three second-round picks. So if you miss on this one, you still have another chance. You miss on this one, now you have your final chance. So they still have a risk. But, man, dude, Wizards end, you're looking for a first. Absolutely. Lakers end, Lakers end you're, you're happy with what you gave up. Maybe you take another second out and give them two seconds. But Wizards end, you're looking for a first. If the Wizards got a first, I'll give them an A-plus and give the Lakers an F if they gave that up. But it didn't happen, so. Yep. Didn't happen. So, Trent, what's your final grade for the Lakers? B plus. B plus. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Family, let us know what your final grade for the Lakers is. Let us know what your final grade for the Wizards is. Get at us. Follow us. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your mom's friends and your dad's friends. But um, if that's it, then we out here, y'all.